0: Hello, 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 it's your girl Rachel Rill coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast where I give support to individuals who have found themselves in a narcissistic relationship or who believe they're in a narcissistic relationship, they're confused and you're looking for clarity, you're looking for validation, you're looking for confirmation. This podcast is to give you just that. I share with you my experience, my personal experience, what I went through, how I got out of it, because I feel like I owe that to anybody who's dealing with that traumatic experience. I knew maybe, uh, no, I'm not gonna say maybe, but God took me through that for a reason. And I was able to get out of it, guys, and get my life back and get back on track. And I say to you that you can do the same. i endured that crap for five years, didn't really know what I was dealing with, didn't really have. A lot of support at the time from different people who I thought were experts dealing with relationships and personalities and things like that. And what I came across was that people wanted to band-aid a situation a lot of the times and send you right back to what, what I was going through, send you right back to what you're going through. So long and short, what, I've, what I came to realize was that I needed to be my own advocate. I needed to do the work myself. I needed to educate myself and that's how I healed guys. So I've joined the community with raising awareness, with individuals who are raising awareness about this personality disorder called narcissistic, narcissistic personality disorder. And that thing is very, very real. You know, it's the same stuff that's been going on for years. It's just, it has a name to it and people throw the name around casually, but really don't understand what it is because if anybody has ever gone through that thing, They know you don't make excuses for these people. And if you know like I know, you will get yourself out of it. And if you don't know how to, get yourself help. Because it's a very complicated type of situation to be in. It really, really is. And I talk about it in so many of my previous episodes. This thing is crazy. So it's all about giving you information so that you can understand what you're dealing with and know how to, of not, kind of like navigate through it and just really confirm that you're not losing your damn mind. So just to put the disclaimer out there, I am a certified life coach. I'm also a thriver who survived a five-year narcissistic abusive relationship um, as well as he was addicted to alcohol as well. Probably still is. I don't know and nor do I care. I am not a psychiatrist, psychologist counselor, therapist, or anything of the like, I am sharing with you my experience, my personal experience. And I feel when I I feel like when I when I went through my healing, I did well with people who could understand what I was going through. And no one can understand it better than somebody who's already gone through it. I don't care not to take away from other people credentials. You know, it's good to hear from them in terms of how people you know, what what makes a person become a narcissist, but you can tell me that and that's helpful, but when you've actually gone through it, I've learned they speak a little differently, you know? They don't, they're not as much, sometimes some of the therapists seem like they were codependents for the narc, you know, or enablers of the narcissist. And that's hurtful in itself. To me, when you're in that victim stage, it's like, it just makes you feel worse. You feel like you're being gaslit. I know i did so me myself personally i do well with people who i've known who i knew went through it and listened to them and certain things that it was just them hitting the nail on the head you know where it's like you get it you really really get it because i can't tell you how many times we went through counseling with my ex in terms of church or even so-called friends where he just triangulated them into the situation just trying to tell them a one-sided story and you get so burned out you don't even feel like defending yourself. That's how much they will break you down and that's their mission. So just to put that disclaimer out there um, like I said I'm doing my due diligence to make sure I am helping people as much as I can by raising awareness about this Personality disorder, being in a relationship with um, someone like that, or dealing with a friend or a family member, because it's it's, it's, not—it's—it can be anybody. It can be any situation. You just gotta recognize toxic—a toxic person when you see it. You gotta recognize narcissism when you see it, because they're very close, you know. And look, it's all about a pattern. If you see a pattern where it's repetitious behavior. There you go. There's your answer. Don't sit around and wait for a a person to diagnose them just before, you know, wait until you can confirm it. You ain't got to wait for that. Go by your experience. And that's exactly what I did. That man just moved on to the next person to do the same thing. And I was the next person before the person before me where he did the same thing. So I don't need to ask. uh, I don't need anybody to validate what I know I went through continuously because I did enough research. I stayed too long, five years was too long, and it wasn't consistent, it was like off and on, back and forth, in and out, you know, because I didn't really know what I was dealing with, that's why I was like, oh hell no, I gotta tell people about this thing, gotta raise this awareness, raise it, raise it, wa- raise it. take the blinders off of people's eyes and stop making excuses for these people, so, there you go, I do my walk and talk, so in the background, inclusive to the music, you probably will hear cars riding by, um, People talking, birds chirping, dogs barking. You can hear a little bit of anything because I love to walk. Walking is very therapeutic, not to mention it's pretty healthy, you know, to just get out and make sure I'm at least exercising, you know, working from home and sitting down a lot. Even if you're driving around, you're still not really moving your body like that. So it's just therapeutic. And I'm like, okay, at least I know this allows me to commit to my journey. With making sure I bring awareness to people, I I help them to understand exactly, you know, what they're dealing with, and understand that there's support out here to help you. But you got to put in the work. If you don't put in the work, you're just going to keep dealing with the same BS you're dealing with. So, I um, spoke about it in a previous episode where I was changing the name of my um, podcast, but. For now, I believe I'm still going to keep it the same with You Ain't Crazy, and just go into another series, and I thought the series was going to be, the next series was going to be self-respect, but I really want to talk about, uh, kind of like both, it's 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 healing after narcissistic abuse, as well as self-respect, so I think I'll uh, call this series Healing After Narcissistic Abuse. And Y'all might see me run a little bit because these squirrels are so bold right now. It's almost like this guy want to just come up and say hello. They do not move from people like they used to. OMG. So anyway, um, it's such a beautiful day today. The wind isn't too heavy or harsh. So anyway, guys, uh, talk a little about, more about healing after narcissistic, narcissistic abuse. So let's go with it today. So when you're like going through it, you know, as you know, if you're somebody who's experiencing a situation with a narcissistic person, I'm gonna tell you like this. You cannot begin to heal without being educated. I don't care how you look at it. If you wanna get educated, I'm sorry, if you wanna get if you wanna begin your healing, you gotta learn about what it is you're dealing with. It's almost like how you gonna treat a wound and you don't know what you're treating? How you gonna you know, you, you get a cut or you get some kind of illness or some kind of ailment, you have some ailments, how do you know what to put on it if you don't know what it is? Oh, that was, that's pretty powerful. How do you know? How do you know how to heal when you have not really identified what you're healing? So in order to heal, you gotta know what this thing is. You know, so if you're dealing with a toxic person, and you're th- just thinking oh they're having a bad day. Oh, that's just them. And again, this is just not only in relationships. It can be with a it can be a job, it can be a parent, it can be a child, it can be a sibling, it can be a friend. It can be anybody. It is your responsibility to protect your peace. Nobody's going to do it like you do it. So I don't even give your power away like that. Stop giving your power away but in order to continue to heal and I'm speaking from good morning. I am speaking from experience. And what worked for me is I had to do so much research because I couldn't get it from other people. And I got tired of trying. First of all, I don't want to go around telling my business to a bunch of people who does not have my best interests. And definitely when you share mutual friends and things like that with your narcissist or family members who don't really understand narcissism, and you can't really expect them to if they're either accepting abuse or they don't really know what they're dealing with they can misdirect you so you don't it's hard to do that too that's why I said it's such a complicated type of situation uh, if you're if you really don't understand so you got to call a thing a thing if something doesn't seem right you have your brain and your gut that's telling you something's off it is not cool and okay to argue every day to argue every three or four days like to be to be single now and to just have a peaceful environment it, I, I, you can't put a price tag on this thing i wouldn't treat it for the world that means and very often people think that oh you're stuck in your ways because you live alone and you know you um like people just want to be alone no i want peace and anybody who i come in contact with should be in, in alignment with my purpose With what I'm doing and not come in and every time you turn around there's a debate for a disagreement over a disagreement or why is that why is that Why? if you got a whole bunch of disagreements you might not even be compatible you got to look at that and it's not to shame the other person you know people will show you exactly who they are and when they do you gotta you gotta recognize it and if you don't shame on you so back to healing in order to heal identify what it is you're going through and it's so much content now like when I tell you all of the stuff I see now compared to what I, what I knew about before, man it's endless and all you need to do I don't want to say all like downplay it but it's really about putting the fourth effort you got to put forth effort to achieve the goal that you want and hopefully that is to free yourself from being emotionally or maybe even physically abused by a narcissist. You know, that thing will tear you down so bad, so bad that you won't be nothing or available or much of anything to anybody. And i say it again, if you have not again, but I've said it in other episodes, you know, when you have children, that's the number one reason why, well, aside from yourself, but if you're taking your time doing it for yourself, you know, with healing, you damn sure enough need to try to. Expedite the process to give your children a chance at having a good, healthy upbringing. You know, don't take the abuse and get yourself some help if you feel like you don't deserve better. You got to get yourself some help. If you're, if anybody's okay with somebody abusing them, you need help because we attract what we are. So you can't be so much of a codependent or an enabler because the narc will continue to abuse you you know that's what they're supposed to do they are supposed to do exactly what that personality says they will do and what they're capable of doing so to be surprised when they're actually doing it think about it that makes no sense why are you surprised when if you've done any research on whatever behavior they are showing you and it comes to the point where they show a lot of the signs of being from being a narcissist You got to do what you have to do and not make excuses don't think that you can talk to them if you've already tried to talk to them and every time you talk to them your story changes or the narrative they change the narrative of your story and next thing you know if you fall for that crap they try to put on you with bullying you or over talking you not letting, letting letting you speak and if you're an empath like myself after a period of time it's like look let me just agree with this man because I, I do not feel like getting into an argument. But that doesn't help the situation, not with a narcissist. All it does is tell them, I can keep treating you like shit. That's what that does. So back to what you're arguing about because you're not going to win the argument. So why even try? It's not even worth your energy because it, it takes energy to get into back and forth and arguing. So when you see that pattern that keeps happening over and over again in a relationship, you gotta look at it. If you wanna heal, you, you have to put a stop to it because the narcissist is not. They're not gonna put a stop to it. They're gonna keep it going. And the more you accept, the more they're gonna give you. It's like, if they're driving the car fast and they're getting away with driving the car fast, they're gonna keep driving it faster, nonstop. So that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna start, the hurt is gonna be more frequent. More frequent. And then you might get that one where they think, if they sense that you're leaving, because keep in mind, these are human beings just like the rest of us. They're not Martians. They just have screwed up personalities that causes them to treat people like shit. They don't care. They don't know how to regulate, regulate their emotions. So yeah, you can pity them, but that doesn't mean be in a relationship with them to allow yourself to keep being abused and back to again with the healing you have to identify you have to call a thing a thing you got to be honest with yourself and take your power back and how do you do that you got to do it by educating because once you educate yourself you'll stop going back and forth with them you'll learn different techniques and things to do to win the battle a win for you you can take the l on the relationship but it's a win for you to protect your peace to have your peace of mind back to have your dignity get it back. You know, don't go feeling like, oh, well, they're the Brit winner and they're, they've always controlled the bills. And I don't know, fear is not going to get you nowhere. Fear won't get you anywhere. You got to put the work in. And if you need help doing it, get yourself a coach, do some, uh, go online. Don't let money stop you because some people will be like, well, I can't afford therapy. All of these free websites and Information that's out there, it's a lot of free content out there. You just got to do the work. So, back to that, that's part of how I healed as well. I just did a lot of research. I didn't pay a lot of money seeing a therapist or uh, trying to get somebody to tell me that the shit I was going through was real. I need anybody for that. I listened to enough content creators online and got my validation that way. I was cool because I knew, and not just one content creator, several, several. And everybody was like singing the same song. And I'm like, I knew I wasn't crazy. I knew I was not crazy. And I began to just stop talking in a sense where, other than, you know, just a, uh, uh, just a not even a casual conversation. It would just be, hi, how are you? Or, yeah, it's a great day. Or if they would talk, I would say something, but if they're not talking, I'm not talking either. And I'm a talker, so I knew I couldn't stay in that relationship anyway, amongst so many other things why well, I knew I needed to leave because I wasn't trying to pick up those traits that the narcissist had, but I just began to feel like, okay, two can play at that game, you know? And not really realizing this was this man's personality, so I'm not trying to play the game, you know? I'm looking at something for a temporary thing. this is who he is. He did it to the person before me, and the person before that person and the person like he was horrible in relationships with keeping them. I saw that, you know, so I'm not gonna sit here and act like I didn't see the signs. I saw all of the signs, just didn't know what they meant, didn't know what the signs meant. Did't really understand it because most uh research says. You don't go back and tell them, you don't call the narcissist, oh, you're a narcissist. You don't say that. They're very manipulative. They will turn that thing around and use it against you. Everything that you're saying they are, they'll even read and research. (laughs) That's why it's such a complicated situation and that's why they say go no contact or go gray rock. Don't care about anything that they're doing when you decide that you're gonna get out of it because that's why the name Hoovering is a part of that whole cycle of abuse because they will just suck you back in. They are great actors and actresses. They're going to make you feel like you can trust them. And that's why you have to look at the pattern because you'll think that you can trust them. And the next thing you know, you go back into it or accept their fake ass apologies, which they will give. Don't buy the tears. Don't buy the apologies. If someone has changed and they're not an arc, you'll see it. You'll see it if they if they are a narcissist and they're not in therapy, it's B.S. Don't buy it. That's why it just goes back to you have to be your own advocate. You cannot go by anything that they're saying, any of their fake future future faking, meaning they're telling you all this shit they're going to do in the future or it's called future faking or I'm so sorry for hurting you but then turn around and do it again and again and again. Like, when I tell you the stuff that I read is so true, they will not change, they will not. You have to want to change in order to change. They don't want to change, which is why a lot of them turn to different substances because they're so weak in the inside, they don't like themselves, so it's a lot of projection. And think about it, who can sleep at night? You gotta have some mental disorder. If you go around just hurting people after person after person, you just go around doing that. I remember in my last in my in my with my ex my ex, I remember looking at him, like especially when I began to study him. I'm like, how in the hell do you sleep at night? How you sleep? And then there were times when he would tell me about hurt and pain, and this was when he wanted some sympathy from me. It's like, oh, You know the hurt the pain the voices when it gets uh, quiet you know the demons come and you know the shit and I'm thinking like oh poor thing you know that shit was very real it was very real and I had to see it and learn the hard way so once I began to study it and see it because that's what I was doing for my healing I'm like I gotta learn what this shit is how are you so nice at one moment and then you're e- you're equally evil. I'm talking he can be nice. He can have pillow talk. We're sitting up there. He seemed like my best friend in the beginning. And like everything. But all along, it was just him. Me mirroring myself. I mean, it was me dating myself. He was mirroring me. Just wanted to give me whatever he thought I wanted. Whatever I said. Whatever he tried. Whatever somebody probably wanted in a previous relationship. Because they'll do that shit too. Oh, this woman wanted it. So maybe you want the same thing because you're a woman that shit can work sometimes. And then other times it doesn't, or like in his case also, he would study things and move for movies, you know? So it was just w- really the stuff that I went through, it became so real. And I'm like, okay, when I finally got out of that thing and I knew, okay, Rachel, you must go no contact. Like no contact means nothing, nothing. I only reached out to say, can you sign these divorce papers? Because I don't wanna have to serve you or pay additional money or have to wait until he would respond. I do not wanna do any of that. And thank God he did. And that was through a text message. You know, and I'm like, look, you can just put the papers on your door handle and I'll grab them. That was it. Have no interest in talking to anybody who treated me that way. And again, I forgive him because to heal also, you gotta forgive. First of all, I forgave myself, and I forgave him. So that helped me as well. And then going back to the no contact. I don't want to see what you're doing on social media. I don't want you to see what I'm doing. So you definitely got to go no contact. Don't talk to them. That's your enemy. The only time you talk to them is if it's something, if you have children together or a business that you need to close out or something like that, because they will try to hoover you back in if they're still feeling like there's something juice left in you they want to suck it out uh, like a sponge just just draining every piece of whatever they can from you if they know that you're no longer a good supply they will leave you alone they will leave you alone because they're very lazy they're not going to sit up there and keep trying to beat a dead horse they're going to move on and that's what you want don't feel like you know you're not uh, a good person or you're less of a person or you're not the chosen one if you're not hoovered quite the opposite Quite the opposite. Wait a minute, guys. I'm back. That was a truck, um, carpet cleaning truck. But anyway, so yeah, don't feel like you're not the chosen one if you're not Hoovered. Quite the opposite. You are the chosen one if you're not Hoovered. You know, let that sink in. You are the chosen one if you're not Hoovered because that means you're no longer supply. They know that you can no longer be manipulated, so they're not going to waste time on you. And if you try to watch anything that they're doing it's showtime. They're going to try to impress you, to try to get you back, to try to make you feel like you're missing out on something to get you back to do to just abuse you more. So that's why again, you don't go con- you, you go no contact. you don't when you leave, unless you have children that you have to say something to them about, if you do, let it be strictly about the kids, nothing more, nothing less. And if you're not on the same page like that, keep that limit. you know, make that. Uh, conversation be very very brief when it comes to doing that because if you have the child in your care what goes on in your home is you and what goes on in their home is will be them you can't control one or the other that's just the unfortunate thing when you have a child with somebody who you're really not compatible with or no longer serves you in a healthy way do the child a favor in part ways so they can have an opportunity grow up in a healthy environment and hopefully you're working on your healing so that you can be a healthy parent for that child and you're not creating another narcissist by not being available emotionally for that child so i'm get ready to wrap this up guys i'll have more on healing um after narcissistic abuse so there you go just keep in mind guys keep keep hope alive you can do this you got this abuse is no good for anyone it's not to be accepted it's not to be you know tolerated you don't have to you you are stronger than you can imagine and ruminating is very real you'll think about them but there are ways to get around it there are things that you can do put that energy back into you practice makes perfect the more you try the better you'll become at it the better you'll become at breaking that trauma bond. If you have a trauma bond, you gotta do some major work to get up out of that thing. And to me, the best defense uh, is to be successful, to put that energy back into you, to thrive You know, while you're surviving the detachment. Just put that energy back into you. Think about what they did. Think about why you wanna get away or why you did get away. Think about that. Who's gonna go back, if you get out of a fire, why run back into it and that's all your your brain is playing tricks with you to tell you you know to go back but follow your gut when you know if you go back it's going to be 10 times worse if you can even think of that so whatever you got to do to make sure you don't go back into that burning furnace that burning building to make sure you don't go back there by any means necessary Put that energy back into you find something to distract you something positive to distract you so that and let that distraction be empowerment to you like my distraction was definitely doing things that i always wanted to do uh exercising walking love to walk and now i'm giving back by talking to individuals or starting my podcast and youtube channel to help other people so that's therapeutic as well when you can turn your pain into your purpose so purpose for me now my life purpose is is to make sure people understand that they ain't crazy when they are not crazy when it comes to our narcissists being in a relationship with the narcissist because they will leave you feeling just that that's their mission so there you guys i mean there you go that's it for me today love you much peace and blessings to you your girl rachel real is out bye Hi guys, it's your girl Rachel Rill coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast where I give support and validation to individuals who found themselves in a narcissistic relationship or think they might be in one or might was in one. <laughs> um, yeah, on my channel or my podcast, I actually give support and validation to individuals who you know, who might be going through something, dealing with that stuff, because anybody who's ever been in a narcissistic relationship, it's just traumatizing, you know, torturing. It's like your worst nightmare, more worse than your night- worst nightmare. So there you have it, guys. I am doing my makeup and talk today. Um, I had some technical issues with my other device, and hopefully this recording will work, so... Just to put the disclaimer out there, I am a certified life coach and a thriver from being in a five-year narcissistic abusive relationship slash marriage, and I did my work, and I know you can get through it too, guys. You can get through it. You can be healthier, more healthier than uh, you were before, more mentally healthier than what you were before, because when you go through that, and when you're tired of being tired, and you decide to put in the work to become self-aware of yourself. First of all, what landed you into a toxic relationship and why did you feel like it was okay to be there? So that puts the burden back or the ball back in your court to say, hey, let me stop looking at the person who's offending me and hurting me and look at myself to say, why do I feel like this is okay? And you will begin to do the work that you need to do to empower yourself. And I did my work and I'm here to tell you you know, you can do the same. I don't have any grudges or hard feelings or anything like that towards the person I was and the relationship with. I learned about, learned as much as I could possibly learn about narcissism and what it looks like and what those individuals deal with and just make sure, you know, I wanted to make sure that number one, I didn't have those traits like that and um, once I realized that I knew this is not a place I can stay in because in order to deal with someone like that, you got to accept that stuff And nine times out of 10, you either going to accept it or you're in constant battle, constant defense mode. And that's just too draining. Who wants to live like that? You know, so I'm not, a am not a, a counselor a therapist, a psychiatrist or anything of the like, you know, I'm here merely a person who went through a traumatic experience, didn't know what the crap I was dealing with, figure it out, and here to share my story and give support to people who are still going through it or maybe confused, you know, or you just need that validation to know that you ain't crazy. So um, today I'm going to talk about, and I'm doing my makeup, so you might hear some sounds or whatever in the background, but I want to talk about, um, I'm sorry, I just noticed something on my face, but... Anyway, I want to talk about how the narcissist wants to get you off your, they want to throw you off balance. They want to get a reaction out of you. They want you to lose your cool. The narcissist wants you to lose, lose your cool. You know, if you were once a person who was always positive and chilled and things like that, you know, the narcissist will have you, if you allow them to, you will, you can totally change. And become so irritated, easily irritated and things like that and respond and react. You know, you have to learn how to not buy into it, not feeding into it because that is their mission. Anybody who has a narcissistic personality, they just thrive off of toxicity. They thrive off of uh, toxic relationships. So even when something is going great, they're going to want to throw you off because it's boring to them. No drama in a relationship is very boring to a narcissist. To a healthy minded person or a person who doesn't have that disorder, it's very draining. You know, it's mentally draining and stressful to be in a toxic relationship, but not with the narc. The narc thrives on that stuff. So I say that to say that's not, you know, don't just don't feed into it. You know, when you know something. Is It doesn't warrant an argument or anything like that. And you got somebody who's trying to do the complete opposite. They want to argue. If they, if they can't find something to argue about that they feel is valid, they're going to make up something. They're going to dig up something that you've already addressed in the past. You know, or they're going to gaslight you and make you think that you did something that you didn't even do. You know, it'll be anything. So once you become aware of the fact that this is something that they're purposely doing, to, to get you off, to make you lose your cool, please don't buy into it. It's, you have to like, a lot of the times dealing with a narcissist, you'll find yourself talking to yourself like in your head, you know, because you can't say it to them because they'll make anything out of an argument. They will disagree with you. Even when you're agreeing with them, they will disagree with you. So I say to you, you know, don't feed into it. Just don't. When they want to get a rise out of you, do not do it. And yes, you will become boring to them, but who cares? Because at the end of the day, they're going to discard you regardless, or they're going to do so much to you where you'll discard them. So it's just a relationship that's going to eventually end one way or another. Even if you're still there, it doesn't mean that you got a relationship because the relationship probably ended a long time ago while you're there. Especially if they're not reciprocating the love that you give to them and the support and the loyalty and the compassion that you you're probably giving to them. Hopefully you're not an arc, but that's just how it is, guys. So you know, I'm not gonna make this long and run out, but basically keep in mind the narcissist wants you to lose your cool. And when you know that and you start your day off right, don't give up your power because the minute you lose it, you've given them power. And if you say, hey, I don't want to. I'm not trying to uh give my power up to a narcissist and you want to win the battle. That's winning the battle. Just shut up. Stop talking. Don't talk. Don't say stuff. Don't respond. When they're going there, stop trying to reason. Like, what you mean? I didn't that's not what I meant. They know that's not what you meant. They knew it. Or it's not what you mean. They know it. they know that. It's all to get a rise up out of you. Don't fall for it. They will say something. The minute something is going great, trust me, that's when you got to look out. Look out. Here it comes. They're going to do something that's going to try to trigger you to respond to them because they got to have attention. They seek constant validation. They seek constant admiration like it's never, it's never enough. And I say that with a capital N. It is never, with a capital N, enough for the narcissist. They always got to have something going on. Their mind will be going. Even if it's like you guys can be sitting there and you quiet, nothing's happening. They're going to sit there and think of something. Like, what can I think of? Knowing full well you ain't done nothing. What can I think of that they did? And you would have thought you thought that you were having a a nice day or something like that. Not with someone who has that personality. And if they're not in therapy, constant therapy. Look, I feel bad for you, you know, and Lord knows if you have children, I pray to God that you are uh, taking that into consideration. First and foremost, you know, that a child does not deserve or should not have to wake up to that nonsense or go to sleep to it. Or spend their day dealing with parents or people, even if it's not their parents or anybody going back and forth in these toxic relationships. It's just not worth it. You know, and it's not good for the child. Because you'll end up, I say it in so many of my episodes, you'll end up raising another, breeding and raising another narc. Give your your child the attention that they need and not focus on that person who's trying to make you lose your cool. And they can only do it if you allow them to. The way that you don't allow them to is don't respond. When they're going there and they get ready to argue about something dumb, ignore them. Oh, okay. Okay. Because at the end of the day, everybody's entitled to their opinion. And you can't change nobody's mind. Don't even get into the habit of trying. They're going to believe whatever they want to believe. Let them. Let them. And work on getting you behind the body there. You know, work on whether you got to get another job, whether you got because they surely not giving you no help or supporting you emotionally. So you, I know you ain't there for that. That ain't happening. What you there for? What you in the relationship for? What you scared of? Because anything that you thought they could do for you, you can do on your own. And if you're responsible for raising children, you surely can't do it peacefully, reasonably dealing with somebody who has a personality disorder such as narcissism narcissistic, a narcissistic personality. You can't. It ain't going to happen. I don't care how you cut it. It's not going to happen. It's toxic. So I say to you, you know, again, do not allow them to make you lose your cool. Do not give your power up by allowing them to trigger you by when they say something that you know is not the truth. Just ignore them. And I know it's easier said than done. Just do it. Do it. Have a way you got to discipline yourself that when they're talking, don't even respond in a way where you're defending yourself. And I talk about Dr. Romani's technique in nearly all of my episodes because it goes, it relates right back to that. Don't, you know, think of deep, the deep technique. Don't defend yourself. Don't explain yourself. Don't engage and don't personalize it because they're going to, if it ain't you, it's going to be somebody else. This is what they do. This is what you got to think about it. I'm dealing with a person. You're dealing with a person in your relationship who, who loves drama. They love as much as they'll probably deny it and call you the dramatic one, telling you're a drama, telling you you're drama, you're negative. That is because they know that's exactly what they are. So it's called projecting. Projection. That's part of the personality. They're going to project onto you what they're feeling. They know that they're toxic. They know that they're negative. That's why they're going to tell you you're it. Know that anything that they're telling you, it's everything that you would be saying about them. But because you're healthy minded, you're not. You're not going to sit there and try to keep calling somebody out and shaming them and embarrassing them. People who are positive and empathetic, we want to help you, you know. We want to be that source of help but unfortunately when you're dealing with someone who has a a personality disorder which is why it's called a disorder they do not appreciate your help they're going to treat you worse think about it who wants to be in a relationship with someone who treats them bad the more nice you treat them or the more kind you are to them the worse that they treat you think about it that will throw you completely off and why should you change who you are Just because you're dealing with somebody who has a screwed up personality. It's not worth it. Stay true to yourself. Be who you are and get yourself out of there. Because they don't deserve you. They don't deserve you. I don't care who it is. is—they Mother, father, sister, brother, friend, spouse, child. Whatever. They don't deserve your love. If they're not reciprocating what you're giving to them. Let it go. It is not worth it guys. And I'm here doing this makeup. So it's hard. I can talk and do it sometimes. But. That's all I have for you guys today. Don't allow the narcissist to to trigger you. Keep your power. Ignore them when they're trying to go there and make you lose your cool. They know exactly what they're doing. They're laughing inside, you know, because they want to get you off. So don't don't fall for that crap. It's all crap. Don't even fall for it. So I'm out. Your girl Rachel is out. Have a beautiful day. That is all I have today. Peace and blessings to you. You're powerful. You got the power within you. You have the strength within you that you don't have to deal with that BS with allowing them to trigger you. The minute you speak and try to go against them or try to reason with them, you're giving up your power. Keep your power. You're strong. Don't let anybody tell you that you're not. And you will find that strength when you stop talking. Go gray rock. So when they're accusing you of stuff, when they're poking at you when they're they're, say you did something that you didn't do you know you took something that you didn't take they will make up any daggone thing don't fall for that crap at all it's not worth it peace and blessings to you your girl rachel Rill is out bye